What's up, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. In today's episode, Irvin's going to be talking a little bit about the boys, but specifically some Oscar-worthy performances, not just in the boys. If you're new around here, please head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us, help us grow this audience. We love bringing this content out to you guys. We deliver these every single week and have been for the past couple years now with new episodes now dropping every Wednesday. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by Panzer Vore. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. As I mentioned before, today we're going to be talking about The Boys, some Oscar-worthy performances, and really that there's only ever been like seven superhero movies that have gotten Oscars before. So I want to get into it with you guys. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. And of course, there are a couple of spoiler warnings coming out your way, headed your way. Spoiler, spoiler, watch out, spoilers! Specifically to The Boys, the Herogasm episode. Because, wow, that was an absolutely shocking episode. They keep pushing the envelope, this series, The Boys, on Amazon Prime. And just when you think that they've hit a wall or reached their maximum, no, no, no. They go above and beyond, and Herogasm is definitely the top episode so far. So if you haven't seen the episode, please, you know, go watch it, then come back, listen to us, and we'll go from there. All right, you've been warned. The season has been building up to this episode, and this it delivered. I was so excited for it. This is based off of a miniseries that was a spinoff from The Boys. There's stuff that's ripped directly from the comics. And originally, this was going to be nothing but The Boys, but it kind of prompted some stuff and some thoughts in my mind. So we will eventually circle back to a full dive on this episode. Maybe we'll do a full-on review with my boys, the trio, the tripod, the Triforce. Yeah, I'll end up rounding up these hooligans and having it out on the whole entire season. A full-on review from all three of us. Well, hopefully, you know, life life does get in the way. But Anthony Starr, specifically, the actor who portrays Homelander, has been absolutely incredible this season. He is becoming unhinged, and Anthony, Anthony is Tony. Let's just call him Tony. Mr. Starr. He's, man, he's doing an absolutely wonderful job at portraying that. So what prompted this episode was his monologue with himself. And I thought just the entire episode, I was like, man, he's doing an absolutely great job just kind of getting these ticks and showing how unhinged he's becoming, displaying fear during and before the fight scenes. So I thought, you know, he should win an Oscar for this. They should throw him up for an Oscar. And it kind of prompted me, I was like, who else has won an Oscar? So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to provide a list of things that have won an Oscar from the superhero genre. And you'll be surprised. It's very, very small. So let's chat about it, yo. So of course, I went online, Googled this, did a little research and found out pretty much the same info. There's only seven Oscar wins across the board. Well, movies that have won. So, starting off with Superman 1979, it won for Special Achievement Award for Visual Effects, four nominations, and then one dub. 
This shouldn't be too surprising just because the special effects that they were using back in the day were a little ahead of its time or I guess right, right on par during that era. And of course, it's Superman, so people have a big love and affection for him. The, the OP character, the OG character, so it makes sense. Next up is his cooler counterpart, but the Batman from 1990 won Best Art Direction and Set Decoration, one nomination, one win. The 90s Batman is an absolute iconic with Keaton at the helm there as our Batman, as our Bruce Wayne. Even though, personally, he's not my Batman, it's still a wonderfully classic movie, and it makes sense that they won an Oscar. Spider-Man 2 from 2005, Best Achievement in a Visual Effects, three nominations, one dub. What most people will say is the foundation of the MCU, the start of the superhero genre, but I personally give it to Blade. But not surprising that everybody's favorite Marvel character, Spider-Man, ended up winning something, an Oscar. This next one I wasn't going to throw on the list, but you know what, we'll say it. The Incredibles from 2005, Best Achievement in Sound Editing, Best Animated Featured Film of the Year, four nominations and two wins. I wasn't going to throw it on there because it is an animated superhero flick, but it is one of my favorites. So I was like, you know what, throw it on there. And one of the biggest surprises, to an extent... The Dark Knight from 2009, arguably the greatest superhero movie of all time, won a couple things. It had eight nominations with two dubs, so best achievement in sound editing. And the one thing that surprised me so far is that no other actor has achieved this. The best performance by an actor in a supporting role, Heath Ledger. This is what I really wanted to talk about. There has been several performances where I believe an actor should have been at least considered and this was definitely one of them. So the fact that he won, absolutely, absolutely, yes, that makes sense. But no other actor has risen to this level, I guess, or at least in the eyes of the Oscars. Now, not to take anything away from the performance or from Heath Ledger, but this was a post-death thing. I don't know if that kind of skewed the people, um, but, you know, it, it. I don't know. I don't want to say that because it was an absolutely wonderful performance probably the best ever, but I feel like that was a factor to their decision-making to leave him a good legacy, which is the right thing to do because that performance was absolutely stellar. But the fact that no other soup has won that since, kind of uh, kind of agitating in my opinion. And then rounding out here the list, we have Big Hero 6 from 2015, one nomination, one win, best animated feature film of the year. But I'm going to bypass that and go on to an interesting one, Suicide Squad 2017. Yes, yes, that won an Oscar. One nomination, one win, best achievement in makeup and hairstyling. So movies like Infinity War, Endgame, Iron Man, Thor Ragnarok, all these movies that have, Guardians of the Galaxy, none of them have won an Oscar, but Suicide Squad, arguably one of the worst movies ever made, has. What's wrong there? Come on. So what was the common trend there? You'll notice that most of these superhero movies will win best sound effects, best visual effects, best whatever else it, it is, but not the actual performance from the actors, which I think is absolute bull because there have been some absolutely wonderful performances. One that comes to mind is the movie Logan with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine and Daphne Keene as X-23, aka Laura Kinney, his clone slash daughter. Their interactions were absolutely great. The chemistry between them, it seemed like father-daughter without skipping a beat. The moment, and spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Logan, you know, it's been a bit, but whenever Logan is dying and Daphne is crying, 
she's like, daddy, daddy, you know, like, man, that, how did that not win? How did that scene not win? How did they not get nominated? I thought that movie just in general was absolutely wonderful because I thought it transcended the superhero genre. It was a superhero movie without being a superhero movie. It took you through this emotional roller coaster. And I've talked about this before. And I still think that the superhero genre has the ability to have subgenres. So, for example, Shang-Chi could have been an absolutely epic movie with it being more Bruce Lee style martial arts, with it being more Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. They gave you some of that, but I feel like they didn't lean heavy enough into it. Black Widow could have been a completely spy thriller in the Jason Bourne in the 007 kind of standard uh, as far as like the Casino Royale and everything like that goes. But they didn't do that. I think once they start doing these things, they'll be able to get some more of these nominations. These actors will, which, you know, a lot of these guys and gals dedicate a decade, 15 years to these roles and their iconic roles. I think maybe down the line, the MCU is going to be viewed in the film industry as a Marvel, no pun intended, actually superintended, super intended. All right, I'm sorry, no more bad jokes. <laughs> no, but people are going to go back and study the film and study what they did, which was combining a universe, melding and meshing all these different superheroes and bringing them into one universe and creating a whole universe. You'll have all these other movie franchises that I feel are going to do the exact same thing. Now, one could argue that, you know, you have Alien versus Predator that did something similar by combining two different franchises. And it's probably done been done in the past, but I feel like no one did it to the caliber that Marvel did. So I feel like credit should be due. And, you know, these uh, movie critics, movie buffs, whatever they're called, I think they will uh, They will eventually give their due. It'll eventually happen whenever the young people are in where the old people are right now. So back to our original topic, which was the boys and specifically Anthony Starr talking about his performances. Recently, I think he, he deserves it. I hope that the directors and the producers and writers from the show, that they submit his performance because I think it really is Oscar worthy. It's absolutely incredible. Now maybe biased because I'm a big superhero genre guy, but I really do think that he's doing an incredible job kind of portraying these small ticks and that unhinged and that craziness and the fear. I think he's doing an absolutely wonderful job at it. I do believe that Marvel recently submitted like 94 different submissions for like best actor, best comedy actor, like all these little things for a few of their shows, Loki specifically, uh, the Hawkeye show, What If, and then Moon Knight, which all of those had great performances, especially Loki in my opinion, and Moon Knight as well. Actually, even Hawkeye was really good. It had a lot of good moments in it. But that's going to be my time today, y'all. I just wanted to deliver this out quickly to y'all. As always, in and out, quick and easy, lemon squeezy? Is that how it goes? I don't think so, but... <laughs> Guys, hit me, gals, hit me up in the comments. Tell me what you think. Tell me if there are some other superhero movies, actors that you think should have gotten some type of recognition for their performance in that movie or show. But that's going to be it. Thank you so much for joining me. Guys, gals, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, drop the five star, share this with your friends, family, coworkers. Thank you for joining me today. I'll catch you on the next episode. And... Of course, remember, stay nerdy, my friends.